Welcome to Humans Are Us, Human Lives, Human Stories, a podcast about ordinary people living extraordinary lives. These are the stories of people that said yes to themselves. Their experiences have helped to make them who they are in this moment. By sharing their personal stories, we hope to inspire others to live their truth. This is a podcast about growth and being one's true, authentic self. Please be advised, this podcast contains adult content and language. Opinions expressed in this show are just that, opinions. And any health-related discussions do not constitute medical advice. Welcome to Humans Are Us. I'm your host, MJ Love. On this week's episode, I speak with Valeria. She is a podcast host, a course creator through Young and Fruitful, and a pioneer spiritual gal in her 20s, living the human experience. On this week's episode, we talk about the development of her spiritual practice, her love of affirmations, and how she inspires others to live their truth. Welcome, Val. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much, MJ. I'm excited to be here. I'm just excited to talk about all things spirituality with you. If we could, I'd like just to jump in. You help women heal and grow and tap into their spirituality. But what is your story? How did you start your spiritual journey? My first kind of experience with this whole spiritual awakening thing was less than a year ago, September 2020. And um, I had just ran a branch of a business from April to the end of September. It sold over um, six figures. So I was running that and I was working that full time. I'm a tourist, so I just work all the time. And I, I worked really hard, but at the end, I felt exhausted. I felt unfulfilled. Um, and I had only made a promise to myself to work that one summer. So now I was like, what's next? I, I don't really want to continue doing what I what I did this summer. I doesn't feel right, but I also have no idea what else there is out there that I would actually feel fulfilled by. And so cue the spiritual awakening where everything around me, I started looking at differently. I started just finding myself on spiritual Instagram pages. I'm like, wait, this is a thing? Like spirituality is a thing that people look into because at that point I I didn't know that there was a word for it because I had grown up I'm Latina so a lot of um South America's Catholic so that's kind of all I knew but I knew that it didn't fully resonate I knew that there was like something else that I that I still wanted to explore so when spirituality came about I was so excited because I was like wait there's this way that I can start thinking for myself and there's all these guides and there's so much isn't spoken about otherwise. And so the first few months of September to I'd say December, early January was so difficult because it's really when you're experiencing the tower falling of everything you ever knew, anyone you ever had a relationship with. For me, I was just rethinking everything and it was really hard to adjust to that change. And it was several months till I kind of got out of that one part of it. And then I'm still learning now. It's been really fun to be able to explore this new thing. It's 
like something I've I've known in a past life. Like I, I I truly know that this is something that I truly resonate with. It was like coming home. I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, tarot cards. Yeah, this. Yeah, intuition. Like it, it clicked. That's kind of where I'm at now. Well, I love hearing about how people have found spirituality, be it they grew up with it or they find it when they're a bit older. You know, myself, I was in my early 30s when a friend of mine gave me a Gabby Bernstein book. And like you said, once you start learning these words like manifestation and affirmations and finding all these kind of other things, you 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 do feel like you're home. So I think that's such a beautiful thing that spirituality and growth has become, it seems to be becoming a little more popular. More people are using the vocabulary I'm finding. You talk about how it's important to do the inner work and you kind of touched on your journey of that tower moment of basically having to completely reset things. And it's hard. It's hard because I think, you know, spirituality is portrayed as this like I don't know you're just running in a field of flowers and like skipping along and everything's great but can you talk about how in your work or even in your life how it's important to kind of mesh that inner work that might not be so fun to do or experience with the outer manifestations and how that all comes together Yeah, I love this topic. And I'm really glad that we're going to get the chance to talk about this because it's something I didn't know was a huge misconception in the community. I didn't know that it was something that everyone portrayed as being all light and flowery, but not consciously, at least. I know unconsciously, in the past two years, people around me had shown me more motivational videos and don't give up and keep going. So that was like my first encounter with the whole surface level, stay positive all the time, things will get better. And then when I got into the spiritual world, I realized that I couldn't manifest everything that I wanted because once I was trying to, my brain would be like, you're not going to be able to do that. You aren't deserving of that. Who are you to think of these things? What will your friends think? What will your family think? And I was like, wait, that means that there's, there's something here. Either this is actually not for me or it's just what I later on realized is just me trying to keep myself safe because I never knew this in this lifetime. And then I'm scared of all the possibilities that I'm a powerful creator. What people don't tend to want to talk about or tend to want to explore is the hard stuff. And that makes sense. Like we're going to try to avoid pain at any cost. It's like a reminder every time when I when I feel resistance or when I snap at somebody, I'm like, whoa, like Valeria, there's something to do here. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I really have to go upstairs to my room and sit and just like feel the emotion. The reality is that like all these all these people, let's say sometimes that achieve a lot of success really fast, sometimes they either self-sabotage their way out of it. Or they have a huge scandal because of something that they haven't healed. You're never done healing, but it's also better to build a foundation on healing and spirituality and honesty than just trying to trick yourself up to the top. If you're demonizing what you want, you will never get it. And it's so sad because you're like, well, I want it so bad. There's people in this world that are, that really want this one type of love or really want big 
amounts of money or really want this or that or that consciously. But if you were to put yourself in the position of, okay, I have it, how then would you feel? What then would come up for you? Because for me in my relationship, let's say that I had unconsciously been manifesting because I didn't really learn everything like this till we are already in a relationship for six or seven months. I, once I got it, I was like, whoa, I got everything I manifest. I, I've, I've manifested and in like a, in a better way, but I had so much resistance to it that I almost self-sabotaged my way out of it because I, all I knew was inconsistent love. All I knew was the ups and downs of a relationship or me having to go on my knees and beg for somebody to give me the attention or the, or just fill my needs that I need as a human being, as a woman, as a girlfriend in the relationship. So once I got that right away, I was like, this is wrong. This isn't supposed to be happening. Who am I to have this kind of thing? I've never seen this type of healthy love. That means there's something wrong. It's not as exciting as not as thrill seeking, but it's just the emotional addiction that a lot of us have to the ups and downs of being not wanted, but then having a high of being wanted and then riding that wave and thinking that that's all right and that's normal. So that was like my experience recently with the whole, I'm manifesting. I want people to take care of me. I want people to be nice to me. I want someone to to just like, is there no one left good in this world? You know how sometimes we just get into the despair mode. And then once I got it, I was like, wait, what? Like, what is this? What's going to people think? What are people thinking? Do I need outside validation? And then, because you can lose a manifestation if you choose to ignore everything, like ignore your inner mind that's happening. So I almost sometimes sabotaged myself out of this relationship, but I never did because I was like, I can't, I can't do this to myself enough, 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 enough. And then I would like sit down with myself. And then one thing that really helps me was writing down all the stories that I had about love, all the limiting stories. I was like, okay, I'm just going to let it out without judgment. Even if what's on this paper may seem pathetic to some people, I'm just going to write it out. And some of them, I just read them. I was like, that's so sad this stops today. I'm making the move today. That's not reality. Because I sometimes just thought that I had this story that was limiting me, that everyone had this type of love, which wasn't necessarily healthy or anything. And so I had to change that story to know there's people that do experience this. So it's normal and it's okay. Well, I think you bring a good point. I think so many of us are not taught what healthy love looks like. And that could be romantic love, that could be paternal love, friendship love. So I think talking about how you sat down and really wrote out those stories that you had for yourself could be applied to so many areas of our lives. And, and I think you saying no judgment is the key there. Because if you're not going to do it 100% truthfully. What breakthroughs are there? And we, we do have to experience the uncomfortable a lot of the times in order to grow. You said about your journey, like it wasn't comfortable. And it's like sometimes like, whoa, like what is happening to me? I, I'm also very just emotional. So when, I, when something would just trigger me, I just like get super emotional. I'm like, what is happening? But then for those that are listening that are in that stage right now, 
just know that like it's so normal it is so normal and you feel kind of like insane sometimes because like you're like why is all this coming out but really in reality it's not that it just came out your body's been holding on to it and now it's like okay you're you're ready you're ready to heal okay here and then it's like it like spurts out and then it's kind of your responsibility to heal from there you don't have to do it alone just because you have to heal yourself doesn't mean that you have to be alone so I had to um recruit like different people for me I knew that successful people had coaches and I was like well I don't have any coach but I could find somebody as a therapist and maybe that will help and so in September I was just like so done with what I had experienced in my life and I knew that I needed a change because the life that I wanted was not going to be achieved by who I was at that moment so I needed to take a leap of faith and trust in somebody else's advice and trust in somebody else's guidance and my own intuition to guide me to um to where I am today, which really helped escalate the process. I think you bring up a really good point, bringing in a third party, be it a therapist. I've said it on more than one occasion on this podcast that I think everyone needs to see, see a therapist at some point in their life. Just to get that very clear perspective from someone who isn't your friend, who isn't your lover, who isn't your parent, like just it's, it's amazing what that perspective can provide for you through growth as well. And so I'm I'm so happy to hear that you did that journey. It's so good. And I feel like you're really on the other side of, of, you know, growth also, as you've said, happens throughout our lifetime. And, um, I like to think that a person is always growing and expanding and learning. And yes, that could be uncomfortable, but it could be a lot of fun. And one thing that you speak about quite often, and you actually have a course about it, is affirmations. And there's been studies done that scientifically prove that speaking affirmations to yourself does do something chemically to your brain, which I think is amazing and wacky all at the same time. And so can you talk about finding affirmations and really what they've done for you and then why you think, I guess... Obviously, they're powerful. When when you asked me asked me that, I'm like, I, I had a picture in my mind for a second, and it was last summer of 2020, and I was running the business, like I said, and I made it a personal goal. I think it was 10,000 in two weeks and 14 days, and that was I was running the office, I was doing that. So, regardless, that doesn't have to make sense to anybody. But the point was that I was doing something that I had never done before and hadn't even come close to before. But I knew that before I left this job, I wanted to do that for myself. And thankfully, in this job, they kind of introduced me to the mindset work of it, very surface level, but still introduced me and it's part of my journey. And so I knew that if I had something on the wall in front of me, that was me in a positive state of mind that might help me. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to take any chances. I'm committed to this goal that I've never attained before, nor have I ever come close. I I was 8,000 away last time I tried to do this goal. And so in my mind, my subconscious, my ego had all the proof in the world it needed to tell me that it was not going to be possible for me because it hadn't been possible before. I was just headstrong in the belief that no, I like stop. Like, 
hush. Like I was like telling myself like, stop, you need to stop. I'm going to do this and I'm going to commit and whatever happens, whatever happens. And that's huge for me because I like to control a lot of things and a lot of us do, but I just, I just committed fully on the first day and I knew to be committed continuously. I needed to have my goal in front of me. I needed to have positive words in front of me that now I know are affirmations. And so I had a whole bunch of different quotes on the wall and I had my goal and I just had a, a rep that I was helping out too. So it was kind of, I, I taught her also put something positive on your wall, put something positive. And sure enough, I was like a thousand shy of my goal. And it was all because in the moments that I was literally, I felt like dying because I was working 18 hour days for 14 days straight. I looked at those words and it was like, well, if day one me thought that I could do it, then day 13 me also thinks that I can do it because we're the same person. So for me, it was a state of mind that it helped me get into. And then I realized that those are called affirmations and that they're huge because like you said, there's like science behind it. People like to think that affirmations is this this thing that is just for woo-woo people, but it's not. It's you're affirming stuff to yourself every single day of your life. You're saying, oh, I, I don't look good in this. Oh, I look big. Oh, I look too skinny. I'm not pretty enough for this. I'm too poor for this. You're always telling yourself stories in your mind and that's called affirming. So the point of Introduction to Affirmations was the course that you uh, spoke on earlier is just kind of to make you, first of all, realize that affirming is normal and it's something that you do every single day of your life. My my inner uh, self-talk was terrible in September. So I used affirmations to kind of help me get out of it. I didn't know what to do. So I just went on Pinterest one day and I was like, affirmations for self-love or something. And then I found some and I was like, okay, I'm going to write them down. And then I had some trial and error. Sometimes I was like, wait, that's way too much affirmations. That's not enough. These don't resonate. But chemically in your brain, you have neurons. I'm a university student and I'm the science department. So it's kind of like just showing how in your brain, there's connections all the time because that's how we're speaking. That's how everything's happening right now. And so you connect and develop new neurons, new connections in your brain every time you learn something new and you reinforce it. And if all of them have been kind of negative self-talk, bad things that you say to yourself, then you're going to accept them as true. They become belief systems. So what happens to rewrite them is you need to be consistent. Repetition is what keeps things into your mind. That's one of the biggest ways that you're going to remember something. And if you were told growing up all the time, oh, our family's poor, then you're just going to equate yourself with the fact that you're poor because somebody else told you that affirmation and you kept it and it was repeated so it's stuck in your brain the point with affirmations is to rewrite a different story get something that's not so harmful into your brain so that you can now live a different life because if you think differently you're going to act differently and then your life's going to be different so it's just kind of the catalyst for everything else Thank you. Such a passionate affirmation advocate. I have always been one to have affirmations or certain things around my house just to keep me motivated in those times where, you know, you have a bad day. 
And I feel like affirmations help you let that kind of negative stuff just flow off you a little bit easier. Because I, I do think as people, we're so wired and it's so easy to believe the negative. And so it can feel like a bit of a push to start these positive self-love affirmations. And did you find you had a bit of resistance when you started? Oh, a lot. A lot of resistance. Like you said, this isn't all so easy and rainbows and butterflies. What I felt specifically was just, I think I was lying to myself. But then when I thought, when I think back to it, I'm like, well, I was lying to myself when I was telling myself that I wasn't worthy of this. But in that moment, you don't realize. So these ways to bypass that, that initial resistance that I learned earlier in my spiritual journey that might help you when you're affirming, when you're doing everything like this, because it is a great tool when you start, you're going to have resistance to anything new. So something that helped me was to bypass this kind of subconscious block. I would say, I choose to believe that I am worthy of all I should receive. I choose to believe. So it's just, it's like, it's your choice. Nobody's imposing on it onto yourself. So you're more likely to accept it as yours because otherwise you might get defensive. Just think of it as somebody else talking to you. If it's somebody else imposing their beliefs, you're probably going to get mad if you're not secure in, in your foundation. So saying I choose to believe or I am now this or just just claiming it as your yours before saying the rest of the affirmation that you need to hear in that moment. Maybe you change them weekly, maybe monthly. Um, in my lesson, I called it the seven day trial because not everything's going to work for you. And so you need to allow yourself to to do the change. But resistance was heavy for me. And sometimes I just stopped altogether. I was like, this is dumb. This is like, I'm never going to be able to change. I don't know what's happening. I just cry in my car. I'd be like, why is it still coming up? All this different, just like baggage that I had carried. And if you don't have resistance, you're probably not doing something right. So uh, like know that resistance is like is more than normal and comes up every single time because your brain is trying to really trying to protect you and put you in a little bubble so that you don't get eaten alive by the monsters in your world but it's it's really not like that anymore you really are limitless and sometimes just saying that to yourself like i'm limitless like i i'm I'm no longer gonna put myself into this box and be passionate about it and be about it you you take ownership and then you move through resistance that way and don't be beat yourself up about it if two or three days you're like i i i don't know what this is you should be able to revisit it all the time i think that's very true and you and you talk about the resistance and i think another term for resistance can be fear and fear does come up so much because i think so many of us fear change because we fear failure also you know change is kind of uncomfortable especially learning new stories about ourselves because A lot of the stories we learn as children, especially through trauma, those stories protected us. 
So it's very hard to learn new stories and fear comes up a lot. Can you talk about, you know, have you experienced that kind of fear and how you've overcome that? And fear is going to keep happening no matter how old you are. <laughs> I, I think eventually perhaps it's it the, the goal here is to say, oh, that's fear talking. So I guess it's more recognizing to distinguish fear that isn't going to kill you. I feel like that kind of fear is left over from our caveman days when we had to be worried about, you know, things eating us. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. And you saying that just reminded me of the one of the affirmations on my wall when I was going through that really hard period of my life. It was feel the fear and do it anyway. So I was so fearful that I would never get it. And I was like, wow, I'm putting myself out there in every meeting. I'm telling people that this is my goal. And it's really easy. Like you, you buy your own stories the most. Like you are paying transaction after transaction after transaction. Your card's full of all the baggage that you've told yourself. For me, my cart was full and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make this. I've had terrible two days, blah, 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 blah. And then I would look at my thing and say, feel the fear and do it anyway. And it's, it just, it just kind of snaps you out of it sometimes because you're like, oh, wait, there's another way of thinking. This isn't my only way. Because though we are a collective and there's million, billions of us in this world, we get so wrapped up into ours, which makes sense. Like we're in our brain all the time. You're the only one that has to deal with yourself. For me, fear sometimes has been, I mean, I know some people have experienced it worse, which doesn't diminish my experience, but I've had just, I get anxiety along with fear. So sometimes I have hands that start hurting and sometimes initially when I was younger, cause I, it would, it would happen. Let's say when I move, move to a new school, I would be in the car with my mom and I'd just like start clenching my hands because they hurt. And it was just the fear and the anxiety that happened with something that was completely new to me. And thankfully, I have a rock star mom that helped me realize at that time when I was younger that it's okay. It's okay regardless. And so sometimes reparenting yourself when you're older, being the person that you didn't have when you were younger, being the person that gives yourself a hug, gives yourself the kind moment, gives yourself the little scolding once in a while, has helped me so much in my fear because yeah, I have it. And I I have this, this like the shadow of a Taurus is laziness. And sometimes my energy just goes into lazy and goes into destruction mode. Oh, whatever. I'll just leave. Like this, this escapism that I'm continuously healing that I've, I've felt like way better about now, but I, I feel all these emotions. But then for me, what's helped me now that I'm older is first of all, writing it out. Second of all, getting in my car and yelling. You just sometimes you need to feel the fear and do it anyway. Have the emotion rush through you because if you're scared, okay, I'm going to give myself five minutes to be scared out of my mind right now. And then after five minutes, we're going to reevaluate the situation. So much of the time I catch myself I have something on my screen right now that just says soul is expansive and fear is restrictive. Fear is always going to try to restrict you, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be bad for you. So like you said, it's identifying the difference between am I going to get killed or is it just 
the fear of XYZ and identifying that fear. What is it that you're scared that your friends are going to make fun of you? Is that social acceptance? Is that connected to your childhood? You just keep on pulling the rope for more and more and more information. Like I was scared to go to a new school. Okay, why was I scared to go to a new school? Because I didn't know what would happen. Okay, but why? I don't know what friends I'm going to have or if I'm going to be liked. So then it just goes down to your like your base fear and then you can deal with it from there. Agreed. So 2020 was a big year for you, but it also was a challenging year for a lot of us. I I talked about this in the first season of the podcast, how um, at the beginning of 2020, I said I was going to tend my social garden and then the world shut down. So I was like, oh, okay, universe, I get it. No, no doing that. <laughs> I guess you kind of touched on this quite a lot, but my therapist asked me this question before I stopped seeing her and it literally just blew me wide open and I really helped me with every lockdown we've had. And it was just so great. So has COVID brought you anything unexpected, like in a good way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. (laughs) Because I and and before I answer, I, I think that a lot of people don't allow themselves to think about the good times in what happened. Because it's about worth. It's about deserving. It's about so many people lost their jobs, their houses, so many people died. Who am I to be happy when times are being trying to so many other people? And that's something that I'm still like working on today, you know, but unexpectedly, I mean, I think 2020 was a huge year. So many people were awoken like spiritually, like so many people, um, a lot of people in my uh, age group, like Gen Z and stuff like that were also like, it's, it's like huge and kind of like community and stuff like that. So for me, Thankfully, at, at at the time that it started, I had a boss that was determined to make make sure that we were positive because we had businesses to run. So obviously, she wasn't going to feed us anything negative. 2020 was like a huge year initially. In April, I was like, okay, let's, let's do this thing. Let's move. I had to move and let's run a business. And I run the number three business in Canada at that in the summer. So that was huge for me. And that was a really good thing that came out of it. My spiritual awakening is something that came out of it, which I'm so very thankful for. My relationship got stronger because we had to speak about everything. My relationship with myself got better, even though with other people, it might have disappeared because obviously we were online and nobody got to see each other. Previous Valeria was, she was really struggling those September to December months, but it was all for the better now. It's it's the foundation, you know? Sometimes looking back at yourself and just thanking yourself for like, for just being here where you are right now after such a difficult time, such a difficult time for that literally impacted every single person in this world. Just like thanking that version of yourself being like, damn, she was going through a lot. But here I am today. Like, thank you, me. So a lot of things came out of 2020 that were really good, actually. Now, looking back. (laughs) I think that's such a good perspective. You, You know, I always think to myself when someone's going through something really hard, your life can literally change in a second. For the for the worse. And I think we focus on that a lot, but something I think 
we forget to do is your life can change in a second for the better. And it's amazing what three, six months can do to your life and how different things can be. And I think you're just proof of that. Yeah, I mean, I think we all are, aren't we? I think it's it's crazy. Me in 2020, September, would never think of me right now. She'd be like, what? You're, you've run a podcast? You're having a business? You're doing courses? You're running events? What? Like, what? Who are you? But it's just, like you said, just looking for the good in that. And I found that pockets of happiness really helped me in times that are really hard. So just knowing that, damn, this day is hard. I'm exhausted. I have to do online school and I hate it here. But in the end of this week, I'm going to the movies. Or at the end of this week, I'm going to drop everything and just binge watch Criminal Minds. Great show. Great show. I know I'm binging it right now. Oh, it's so amazing. (laughs) When times are like really tough, having something to look forward to is so vital for your survival and your mental health state. At least for me, it just helped me. I would like to point out that Binge watching Criminal Minds is a form of self care if you need it to be. Exactly, a hundred percent, or or whatever it is. Um, Anything. I picked up. I picked up what is it called? Crocheting three days ago. Like I don't know why, but it just kind of came up. <laughs> yeah, I told myself I was going to learn a bunch of things during quarantine. I did not, but that's okay. So. Um, <laughs> How can people get in touch with you? How can they do your course about affirmations or just follow you on Instagram and see all your. Yes. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation so much with my whole heart, MJ. Thank you so much for having me. For those listening, you can find me at the 20 verse on Instagram. I talk about healing, spirituality, growing, and I'm very vulnerable like you heard today about everything that's going on. But I'm also going to share my wins because we deserve to be both real about our emotions, but enjoying the wins in our life. I have a course called Intro to Affirmations out right now. It's just exploring your soul's deepest desires and using affirmations to get there. We talk resistance. We talk science behind it, um, how you can really get in touch and transform your life. Like we were spe- speaking today, you you just need one tool to get started. Don't get overwhelmed with the million things that are out there. And then um, I have a podcast called Young and Fruitful. That's the podcast in the link of my bio. And there's a whole bunch of events that are happening this summer in the 20verse community. So come join us. And we are a beautiful bunch. That sounds amazing. And I've had this conversation too. I love speaking about all things spirituality and growth and learning, you know, especially since we brought science into it, which is another love of mine. And it's been such a pleasure to really get to know you. And I'm so excited for what you're doing for the world. Literally, you're teaching and helping other people grow and you're growing and it's just such a beautiful thing. It's so fun. Oh, those are so beautiful words. So nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm trying to make a difference just like you. Um, So can you leave us with your favorite affirmation right now? Oh, my favorite affirmation. Okay. I let go of struggle and surrender to ease. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you, MJ. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Humans Are Us. Don't miss an episode by subscribing to wherever you get your podcasts. And remember to rate and review. Loved this episode? 
please share it with a loved one and help grow the Humans Are Us community. Connect with me on Instagram at humansareus or visit the website humansareus.com.